0: Hi, I'm Vic King, chaplain at Helping Up, and I'm here in my office on the 1000 block of East Baltimore Street. A lot of people have asked, how are you guys holding up in the midst of this? And I wanted you to hear from the guys, how they're doing. I brought a camera to a few of my recovery classes and invited them to stick around afterwards and share. What does recovery look like for you in this moment of COVID-19? What's changed? What's stay the same? What encouragement would you have to offer others? So, there's a video version of this that I'm posting on our YouTube channel. If you want to see the guys as well as hear them, thank you for your prayers and your support in different ways. And may God bless you this Easter. So, here's an update from the guys. So,
1: throughout this whole COVID 19 thing, I have, well, I've been forced to change my shift for meetings by using the Zoom app and it has its pros and cons. The pros obviously being that we're all still getting together, that we're all still sharing, getting the great message, and able to see each other's faces, which is nice. But the one thing that always meant a lot to me that we've lost out on is that personal camaraderie of being able to go up to somebody in a meeting and shake their hand and introduce yourself, or being able to spot who the newcomer is and welcoming them into the program because that's what's important I mean yeah it is good to go to a meeting
2: and it is good to be right around people I guess it would be more convenient or optimal would be the word but it just goes to show you that recovery is not gonna always be convenient it's not gonna always be optimal one of the biggest thing that they preach in recovery is dealing with life on life's terms so with a situation like this it really gets to test how strong your faith is and life shows up how the coronavirus has affected me and my recovery is I guess at first I was kind of worried for my children, worried for my for my girlfriend, my mother, father, and my family. I call home, I make sure everybody's okay and knowing that they're okay, especially being on blackout, it's, it's really no choice to leave. I have free will to leave, but I choose to stay here and work on myself. And a couple calls a week knowing that my family and, and loved ones are okay, it's allowed me to really buckle down, get to build a network but it's it's really allowed me to focus on myself and to be able to dig into myself and not have to worry about so much of what's going on outside of these walls. That's how I feel how the coronavirus is affecting me. Thank you. My family's doing real good with
3: all that. I mean, they live in California, so it's rougher over there, but they're they're all right. They're staying at home and all that. But other than that, you know, I'm just waiting to go to work too, but I can't do nothing until after this. So I'm just waiting patiently, you know.
4: He'll come. How I'm dealing with the challenges right now, I'm, I'm grounded spiritually, you know. Everybody running around like rabbits, you know. The world has so been used to running around like rabbits, want to go real fast, want to win the race, this and that. But sometimes we got to slow down and be the turtle, you know. And right now is the time for us to slow down. Families getting together. I look at it and expect, you know, where people don't have dinner together no more you know kids family running out the door fast going here but now it's time for people everybody to be together and sit down and talk to one another
5: well I mean I stress out a little bit about my mother and my aunt my aunt has COPD my mother's 77 and they're on the eastern shore they're all I have left and that weighs heavy on me but I try to be positive like this morning I woke up and I was being negative about breakfast and everything, and I was sitting with Raul, and then we started discussing being thankful for things. We were just being thankful for the eggs and the potatoes and whatever we had on our plate. And it reminded me, you know, that I need to have positivity in my life. And then the second sentence that came out of my mouth, I went right back to negativity, and he had to remind me again. So the importance in that is to have friends that'll build you up and try to keep you on the right track of being positive. Because during this time, it's hard to be positive.
3: And one of the things that, you know, came to mind a lot is just trying to uh, get back to some type of normalcy, you know, to be, to be able to act and operate like others in the world, you know? And that itself due to this uh, new threat that we have has changed, you know? So I asked myself, you know, what is normal now? You know, everybody is kind of, for a little bit, in recovery their self, you know? So I feel like I was in a boot camp for a long time to prepare for this. You know, to be able to be patient with myself, to live in the moment. This recovery process has been a blessing and a great lesson for me since I've been enduring this struggle.
2: I'm com- just coming off blackout, so I'm. you look forward to going out to meetings outside. You meet other people in recovery that aren't just connected to the house itself. It sort of limits the fact that that's not happening anymore. So you got to sort of depend on exactly what's here which
0: is both good and bad I guess so I woke up this morning to one of my doormates speaking about something that revolved around an old line of thinking an old pattern in life and he caught himself almost immediately this time is a time for a change in our thinking now is the time where we can cultivate appreciation cultivate Uh, A deeper understanding of of where people are coming from, what they're going through, and what it is uh, we're going through ourselves.
2: So when stuff goes on like this, it's like something from a higher power. It's something that I don't have no control over. It's in the serenity prayer. You can even just say the serenity prayer like, God grant me the serenity to accept the situation that's going on right now. I can't go to an outside meeting. I can't go to the store. I can't do everything like normal. So, you know, it just is a good test of your faith. To me, it's a good test of your recovery. I think it'll strengthen
1: your recovery. I ran my first mile ever on the treadmill. I've been hitting the gym and working out with a couple of guys. And one of the guys came in here with me and another guy stays in my dorm. And I said, we make it a point to go work out. You know, we got a little time time uh, frame that we go down and work out you know and it's you know very beneficial I feel a lot healthier
3: I came here intentions of looking for God and because I was never a spiritual man and since I've been here I've learned a lot about him, and it's helping me a lot with my new life so I mean this place is here is uh, doing me very well. I've done many rehabs before and I did them because my family wanted me to do them. This time I'm doing it for myself and I'm getting a
4: lot out of it. Oh, yeah, we got eggs this morning again. Okay, well when he was out there, you might not have had nothing. So now you got eggs, so you learn to be appreciative of everything. You got clothes. Oh, I I ain't never worn no shoes like this, but you got shoes. So you get, get a chance to appreciate things in life, being thankful and grateful, and to build up a commodity, you know, learn to love each other. And the process is, if God takes care of the birds, the bees, the flowers, they eat every day. They don't worry about nothing. What you think he going to be, be due to his most creative beings? He created us from, from the dust. He formed us from the dust that blew his breath into us. For us to be great.
5: All of us have different struggles too because we think about not only being here, but we think about our addiction. That's still, that battle is still going on within, and we have to stay maintained on our recovery while we're here. we got to reach out and make things happen. You know, It gets tough at times. And, uh, what's helping what's you? Um, what things are bringing you hope uh, praying. I, it's, it's just a struggle to live one day at a time with the addiction, let alone worrying about the disease that's going on It may kill people that you love. I mean it's terrible and that that's really what I'm working on.
3: I live in the fast lane all the time. I never stopped to actually take a look at the things that I was blessed with, the smaller things in life. You know, I'm waking up in the morning You know, um, seeing my kids off to school, um, saying I love you to a family member or a friend. I took those type of things for granted. You know, so today of this uncertainty, I'm able to sit back and just really embellish the moments that I have right now. Every day that I get up, you know, I'm living in that very exact moment and not worrying about what's going to happen later on. Almost as if, if I'm walking down the hall, my focus is walking down the hall, getting to the next class or to the next lesson. Once I'm in that, then I'm moving forward to the next thing. I'm just really enjoying the moment.
2: What's helping me right now is that I get to meet a, a lot of the upperclassmen that normally you wouldn't see in this situation. Mostly they're out until 11 o'clock at night. You get to see a lot of them, they're doing more in the house. You get to have bigger conversations. You get to, You get to meet people that you wouldn't. So that this is just pretty much helping me get to know my brothers in in this whole situation
4: So now's the time to really understand who you are and who you belong to and know that this shall pass too If you read the book of the word you will see every time the Israelites was going through something It passed and they made it through but you got to stand firm when that storm come the winds and and, the rain and it come You got to anchor yourself in the rock standing foundation so when it comes through you won't be toppled over
0: everyone's got something revolving around a concern about their family or people that they're close to that they don't have immediate access to because of restrictions every word that i text my dad every morning has been the value has been so incredibly intrinsic and just the connection that rolls into the rest of the day it's the connection with my brothers here whether it's staff whether it's people in my work therapy or just someone in my dorm that first thing in the morning we have the opportunity to hear them say something and, and watch them grow. So
2: and as far as like the meetings that's online like they've been had these apps before this came like i already had like the na speaker app you've been could do a meeting from like another country and all of those things so maybe a lot of people didn't
1: know about those apps maybe now they will know about it you really want to connect with someone so that they don't just leave out not getting anything out of the meeting now you do have the the pro of being able to expand on your your meetings being able to drop in on a meeting in Germany and seeing how their AA or NA experience is different or the same or even being able to invite outsiders into your your own community which we found a great way to be creative and bring new speakers on and just hear different experiences but I definitely would take the the camaraderie part back if I could.